Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 Hello, amazing people. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. You're joining me, Ashley, back in this uh, 10 minute sprint of mutant love. And today's guest is not the one, not the only Caleb. The other Caleb, the second Caleb. Second Caleb. Second second Caleb. Equally as good, but just second in terms of arrival, Caleb. That's That's fair. That feels like a mouthful, though. That's a very very long name. So, hi. Say hi, Caleb. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me back, Ash. Appreciate it. Always, always. Tell me whose outfit you'd steal. Tell me, of the mutants that you know, whose outfit would you take and wear? Um, Whose outfit would I take? Um, Like, just typical outfit? Like, like what they typically wear? Yeah. Um, If you had to cosplay, who would you cosplay as? If I had to cosplay... Okay, that's a good one. Um, I am a... Noted Hellion fan, right? So I would I would probably cosplay as Hellion. I really like some of his outfits. The sort of red and black is iconic. Um, I also really like uh, Longshot would be a fun one. Oh. Um, it's a very, like, 90s look. I don't know if I could pull off the mullet, but I'd be willing to try. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's adventure and then there's, there's mullets. <laughs> True. It would be, it would definitely be an adventure. So I'm, I'm not sure. Um, my stylist would probably talk me out of it, but <laughs> if you ever do it, please, uh, show me, show me first. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So today's question is, uh, a little bit of a sprint one and it is, uh, what is Emma Frost's most iconic costume? So as with all of the iconic costume series, there is going to be a read along thread. So in the link that you follow to get here there will probably be a link to go there. Uh, so yeah, and if not, head to Extra Words on Twitter, go to the moments and find the episode named Emma's Most Iconic Costumes. It's right there for you. Cool. So now, here's how it's going to go. We're going to do three costumes from Caleb. I'm going to do one costume because I got, I got really confused by this question and I gave up. And it's, a, it's a big question. It's a big question for Emma. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we might do some, uh, we might do some rating at the end. We'll see how we feel. Huh? Yeah. 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 Cool. It's, it's fine. It's, it's right. your show. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't pull me into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, cool. So with that, I am going to hit the timer. We are going to do this. We're going to do this in 10 minutes. We are. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to hit the timer and the X starts now. Go for it. Take us off. So descending order, go from least favorite to most favorite. Okay. Um, Okay. So I have, I have my top three looks as we've discussed before we get into that. I just want to give some, some light uh, commentary on her looks overall. Okay. So first of all, some good honorable mentions from, recent history i feel like we need to call out just the fact that while the 
Krakoa slash Hickman era has not been perfect, right? It's been a great era for Emma. Um, I yes. feel like a lot of the writers in the room understand her voice, and more importantly to this episode, um, a lot of the artists on the books really understand how she dresses, how she looks, um, which has been great. She's worn a ton of great outfits. Uh, most importantly, I think, I just want to call out, the Russell Dodderman looks for the Hellfire Gala were yeah. amazing. Um, I think all three of them were absolutely great. The The one that I liked the most was the third one, which was the sort of like like uh, dripping in diamonds type look. I think everyone did. Oh my God. It, yeah. I've, I've, Excellent. I've, yet to, I've yet to meet a homosexual that hasn't raised that outfit. I honestly, you asked me earlier in the episode about cosplaying and I don't know why I didn't say that look because I want <laughs> cosplay that look. It's, it's iconic. Um, I, I don't know that I would put it on this list yet. Um, just because I don't think she'll ever wear it again because as we discussed earlier, Emma Frost is not an outfit repeater, um, but yes. I love that we got that moment. Yeah, so before we dive into it, I'll keep this to like 10 seconds. One of the biggest challenges with this is that for all of the other, uh, for all of the other characters that we've done it in, in fact, for most characters, they've got maybe three or four iconic costumes. They change very rarely. Um, suddenly started thinking about the big celebrity showering scandal. Um, but... Emma changes her clothes almost every third issue. So there are hundreds of outfits to pick from. So, so this is outfits. massive. This is massive. So with that said, Caleb's done an incredible task by like whittling this down to three. So tell us. Yeah. So just wanted to give that that um, honorable mention to those recent looks, especially the Hellfire Gala, which thank you, Emma, for that. That was great. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> thank you, Russell Dodderman, also for those looks. Um I also just want to say every once in a while, there's like an era where the writers or artists or editorial, I don't know, is like, wouldn't it be funny if Emma wore black? Because it's like, it's showing yeah. that she's on her dark. No, 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 no. That's a crime. Emma should never be in black. Emma okay. should always be in white. Absolutely never put her in black again. She does not deserve that. Um, <laughs> okay. I just want to say that up front. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Dortmund. Never in black. Never in black. Yes. Thank you, Donnerman. Never put her in black. Um, so for number three, this is a recent era look, but I think that she's worn it enough and it's iconic enough that I can put it on this list. I went back and forth on this one a little bit, but I think my number three look would be the, um, I believe the first appearance, I believe it's also a Donnerman design. I believe the first appearance was in giant size Jean Grey and Emma Frost. It's sort of the bodysuit look with the jacket that has the fur collar that she's been wearing a lot recently. Yes. Um, yes. Most recently on the cover for, I think it's Inferno number two, where she's holding Eric and Charles helmets. She's got that that outfit on. Yes. Um, I just think it's great. I think it's very Emma. It's very, um, it's expensive. It's fashion. It's don't touch me, don't look at me. It's fashion. It's fa it's fashion. <laughs> but is it fashion? It's but it, it, it is fashion. Is the thing. <laughs> I really I really enjoy that look. I if I'm misattributing the artist, someone please correct me on that Twitter thread. Um, but I believe it's a Dotterman design. But I I really enjoy it, and I think um, the fact that it's uh, sort of become her as standard of a look as Emma has in this era is telling because it it fits the character very well. Yes. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I agree. 
Um, a lot of her looks. And so a lot of the Emma looks that I looked at for this episode are like weirdly structured. You wonder, <laughs> Emma's outfits take almost mu as much suspension of belief as the rest of like the entire mutant concept. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> some of the shit just shouldn't stay on her body. But that episode, <laughs> like it's got a very sort of, it's got that deep V, the sort of standalone V-neck. Mm -hmm. the reverse v-neck where it's just like this collar and yes i like it i like it i like it cool i, I agree in fact that was one of the ones that i had picked so i'm gonna scratch it off my list go for it what's number two amazing number two i'm gonna say it's not my favorite but if we're talking about iconic yeah then i have to give number two to the grant morrison era look um from new x-men um, which that era, I think everybody would agree, kind of revitalized Emma as a character, or maybe not revitalized, but sort of redefined Emma as a character in the way that we understand her today. Um, and so that look, I think, is an important look to her character's journey. It's the sort of... Um, the flesh it's the X. All, it's the all-white look, and the yeah, the X is her skin, right? Flesh, so it's... Flesh X, yeah. Yeah, yeah flesh, <laughs> flesh X. Um and so it, again, it's not my favorite of hers. I, I very much, I, I enjoy it more when Phil Jimenez draws it versus Frank Quietly, but it, um, I do think it's an important one for the character. I also, I don't like someone fact check me on this, I, but I think there's there's like a, a behind the scenes like backstory that one of the artists gave where she's actually wearing it backwards, like it was designed to be worn the other way, uh, but she wears it backwards just because, um, which I think is a funny tidbit. If that is true, again, fact check me. Um, but I uh, think, yeah, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, go for it. Yeah, I think just in terms of her character journey, that that look is a very iconic one because the one she was wearing when she sort of became the character that we know today. Yeah. Um, that I think the Morrison run was um, absolutely the thing that propelled Emma to being the. A, the A-list character, which who would have ever, who would have ever thought back when this, like, she was a B-list villain and now she's an A-list hero. <laughs> and and Morrison gave that to us. The, the one line that I always picture Emma saying is pretty good for a girl with no talent. Like that Kim, Absolutely. that Kim K line. That's like yeah. a, it's, that's a very like drag race uh, elimination line. Like, all right, as you're walking off stage. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, okay, yeah, that's that's not uh, what I just fully broke down. Did you see that? My brain just broke down. <laughs> like, um, yes, that's the second look that you've said that I also had on my list. So I'll scratch that as well. Cool. Which takes us to number one. Okay, number one. I I gave I, I think about Emma probably more than I think about anything else. But I gave this a lot of thought, okay. and I think I need to give the number one spot to the John Cassidy designed Astonishing X-Men look. Um, right. And here's why. I think that John Cassidy, while, while I don't enjoy some of the writing choices from the Joss Whedon era, um, we can, that's a separate conversation, right? We can, <laughs> I could go all day about that. Yes. But the, the way that John Cassidy draws Emma, I really enjoy specifically that outfit, I think, is a very good distillation from her villain sort of Hellfire era white queen white queen look, 
-hmm. and her Morrison era look that we've just discussed into sort of one look and making it very, it's, it's giving like superhero, right? She is a superhero at this point. Um, and that is the era where Emma really becomes not only an A-list X-Men character, but really an A-list Marvel character. Like one of the, um, one of the most prominent female heroes in the Marvel universe. Um, oh, okay. Oh. Yep. Yeah, no, 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 no. Go for it. You are no, wrong. She, she's um, one of the most prominent female characters in the Marvel universe. Maybe, I mean, for a moment, maybe the most prominent character, female character in the Marvel universe, right? Before, before Carol got her big push, um, before Storm's sort of renaissance, I would say, um, yeah. it was Emma, right? And it was, it was that era and it was that look, it was the John Cassidy look um, when she's telling off, you know, at the time, Miss Marvel, um, who's coming to her for help, when she's telling off Tony Stark during Civil War, right? It's it's that era, it's that look, it's the John Cassidy vibe. So I have to give it to that. Wow, thank you. I, I think that's an amazing look. And actually, the thing that I really liked about that list is it wasn't just aesthetic. You actually tied um, you tied the, the things that you thought to a character development. And you made a really, really good point at the beginning that um, specifically for Emma, how she dresses is part of her characterization. Yep. I mean, Emma is all about uh, sort of like self-actualization and like um, promoting the image that she wants people to see, right? That's that's her whole deal. Yeah. Uh, so I think the way that she's dressing, if the, if the writer and the artist are paying good enough attention to the character, the way that she's dressing is absolutely a viewpoint into where she is as a character. That's a great point. With a lot of people, it's just like sort of arbitrary, like the way they dress is the way they dress. But right, with, like uh, Scott has never thought twice about what he's wearing. He hasn't done laundry in 40 years. So we can see. <laughs> we can see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would say um, the only other ones, the only one, the only one that, what is wrong with me today? The only other one that I'd suggest, I thought of that you hadn't suggested was the Phoenix Five outfit. I do like the Phoenix Five outfit. It's a very good design. I would say in so, so I was trying to think of it in terms of like divorcing good co costumes from like iconic costumes. I was trying to trying to go more like what defines Emma as a character. Yeah, and I don't think the AVX era should define any of the characters. <laughs> 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 no, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think of the three that you said, the um, uh, was it Grant Morrison? The the Grant Morrison era look. Um, yes, they didn't design it. Obviously, they're the writer, but I, I believe I'm not sure if Frank Wiley or Phil Jimenez designed it. I hope to. I thought it was. See, when remember when we were talking before, and I said Frank Wiley. I thought it was Frank Wiley that designed it. Um, but anyway, I'm sure that someone will tell us if we're wrong. Um, but I'll go, I'll go figure it out. If we're wrong, I'll post the correction. But no, that, that was the one I would have chosen. That would be, that would have been my one. Yeah, so, I really love that one. I just think, um, I went back and forth between putting that one or the John Cassidy look on top. And I just think mm -hmm. because of the era, because of Emma's sort of leveling up in terms of the, the wider Marvel Universe reputation happened during that. Whedon Cassidy run, I think that's the look that I would probably give um, yeah. the number one spot to. Uh, yeah, because when I was reviewing them, I was like, 
did you like the episode or did you just like the freakishly long legs that everybody had during that period? <laughs> I know I really had to sit and ask myself, like I was looking at panels like, do you like this? Or do they just all look like um, The Nightmare Before Christmas? Like they're in The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I Love um, no, but thank you. Do you know what? Solid pick, solid pick. And I think you've shown impeccable taste uh, and really showed the best of Emma. So thank you for the time. Thank you for sharing that with me. I will stick up the thread and let us know what you think. I'll throw up a couple of votes. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. I've been Ashley. I've been Caleb, and this has been X of Words. Man, that was a good I should I should think it's on the floor. Someone that choke, someone I fit aside.